You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome back to A Bigger Life. We're going to look at Psalm 46 today. When I read Psalm 46 and when I pray through it, and it, sometimes it's not until I start actually praying through it that it, it, the psalm does something to me. The Holy Spirit uses these these prayers in this psalm to remind me of my true condition. I think a lot of times I go through life confident and secure because I feel pretty good about my circumstances. I feel pretty good about my day or how things are going in my life. Relatively speaking, they could be worse, and I'm pretty happy with the way they are. And I think one of the things that has happened in this virus pandemic is it has sort of drawn back the curtain and revealed to us that we're not as secure in our circumstances as we thought. We're not as our life is not as predictable as we thought. We can't count on things we thought we could count on. And that sort of has thrown us for a loop, but that really is the true condition. It's it's kind of like it's taken the curtain back away and we saw the Wizard of Oz for what he really is. Our circumstances, our lives are not near as under our control as we thought. And what Psalm 46 does is remind us that in some sense, it reminds us of two things, that our circumstances are a lot less predictable and a lot less secure than we think, and God is far more secure and far more predictable than we think. And that's where we want to, we want to turn things right side up in that kind of way. And so this Psalm helps us to do that if we just kind of give it time to soak in our lives. And so it's one of these Psalms that it, when you first read it, 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 it may not resonate unless you start to really think through what your true circumstances are and who really is in control. So what I'm going to do with this psalm today is I'm going to read a verse and then we're going to pray. I'm going to read a verse and we're going to pray. I'm going to read a verse and we're going to pray. And that's kind of how I actually do when I pray through the psalms. That's how I actually do it. And so I'm just going to kind of do it today the way I actually do it personally. And we're going to start with verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Let's pray. God, I come before you because you're my father. I'm I'm going to pray to you as my father because that's how Jesus prayed to you and that's how Jesus wants his followers to pray to you. I always want to pray according to how Jesus tells me to pray and Jesus called you my father. Jesus' father is my father. The confidence Jesus had in you as his father is the confidence I want to have in you as my father. I call you my father because you tell me to call you my father. I trust in your love as my father. I trust in your promise that you are my father and that defines who you are to me, defines who I am to you. And this psalm is my prayer, that you are my refuge. You are my sense of security, not my circumstances, not the things that I think I control in my life, not the things that I think I can predict in my life. 
But you, my Father, you are my true refuge, my only real security, my only real trust, my only real rest and my confidence. And you are my strength. You are my endurance. You're my perseverance, not the joy of my circumstances, which are fleeting. We know now it, it all can turn upside down in a moment. Things become unpredictable in a moment. But you are my strength. You are my refuge. I trust in your love for me as my father. I rest in your presence. This verse says you are a very present help in trouble. You're always a very present help, not just in trouble, but the reminder here is that in trouble, when things seem out of control, you are very present because you are the I am. 100% infinite. You are infinite. There is never any drain on your resources. You are infinitely present with me right now. Very present is how the psalmist says it. And I would say 100% present in my language today. You are 100% present with me because you are infinite. Without being any less present anywhere else in this universe, you are completely 100% present everywhere in every galaxy, in every solar system, on every planet, in every star, in billions of stars, billions of galaxies, and yet... Also, you are 100% present with me right now. The God who created this universe wants me to call him Father. Wants me to trust in you as my Father. You are my refuge. You are my strength. Verse 7 says, Yahweh, the Lord of hosts, is with us. You are 100% with me. The God of Jacob is our fortress. You are 100% my protection. You are 100% my security. My Father is my perfect fortress. Nothing touches me that is not your will. Nothing happens to me. Nothing is a threat to me. Nothing can touch me outside of your fortress, outside of you being my fortress, outside of you being my protection. And I can rest secure in your will for me. Your will for me is my rest. Your will for me, because of your presence in my life, is what I want. I want your will for me because I trust your love for me. I don't want to turn aside from your love to chase after something else, to, ch to lead us, myself astray after a false promise. I want to trust in your love. I want to trust in your will, that you alone are my trust, you alone are my security, you alone are my fortress because you are always with me and you control everything. You are the God of this universe. And so verse two, therefore, because all this is true about who you are, I will not fear. I will not fear, but I will rest in your will. I will trust in your will. I will be confident in your will. I am secure in your will. Verse 2 says, Therefore we, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. That's language that describes the utmost catastrophe in this world. No matter what happens, I will be secure because you are my Father, because you are always 
100% with me because you are my refuge, because you are my strength, because I can trust in your love. I can take refuge in your love. I can take refuge in your presence. I can take refuge in you because you are my fortress and you are with me, my perfect fortress. So I won't fear. Even though the utmost catastrophe happens all around me, the earth itself gives way. The mountains themselves be moved into the heart of the sea, yet I will stand confident in your love. I will stand confident in your presence. I will stand confident that you are my refuge and you are my strength. And I trust in your will. Verse 4, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. I think of uh, this psalm. I think of Eden has that stream, the streams of water that flow from the presence of God in Eden. And then in Revelation, the very last chapter talks about a river that flows from the throne of God. So a lot of times in the Bible, this image of a river is, where God is in the midst is, is Eden language, Genesis 2 language, and Revelation 22 language. And Revelation 21 and 22 talk about the renewed earth, restored earth, restoration of all things on earth, and God is in the presence of of the restored earth. God's presence is restored. Heaven comes back to earth. The earth is renewed. Uh, the earth is redeemed, restored. And the language is always of, of a river, a stream that comes from the throne of God. And David's, David says in Psalm 36, you give to God, you give them drink from your river of delights for with you is the fountain of life. There's always this language of this river, this stream of, of abundance, the fountain of life coming from the presence of God. And that's the language that's used here. And so we want to make sure we, we catch that. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are the fountain of life. You're the fountain of living water. You are a stream that flows eternally that satisfies my thirst. You enable me to drink from the river of your delights. Now that's something I can do now because your Holy Spirit is the fountain of living waters. Your Holy Spirit is living water that lives within me even now. And yet I know this is also a promise of the future when I will drink from the river of your delights. I will feast in the house of God. I will drink from the fountain of life that comes from your throne. When Eden is restored to earth, when your presence is fully experienced on earth, and I am in your presence along with all the people of God, and we drink from the river of your delights. But even now, you are the one who satisfies my soul. You are the one by your Holy Spirit who satisfies me when I drink from your word, when I trust in you, when I come to you for my satisfaction, when I come to you to fill my soul, when I come to you as my joy, when I come to you as my pleasure at your right hand are pleasures forevermore in your presence is fullness of joy. 
And so now I come into your presence because you are the fullness of joy. I come into your presence because you are the fountain of living water that satisfies my thirsty soul. Nothing else will satisfy me. There is no other river. There is no other fountain. There's only mirages of water that always elude my grasp when I try to drink from them. Ultimately, they don't satisfy. Ultimately, they make me more thirsty. Only you satisfy because you are my father. You created me for your love. You created me for your presence. You created me with a soul that only you can satisfy. And so I drink from you. I drink from your word. I drink from your Holy Spirit. I drink from your presence because you are a very present help. Verse 1 says, you are my very present refuge. You are my very present strength. You are the Lord who is with us in verse 7. You are the Lord who is my fortress. You are the river whose streams make glad the people of God. Because you are in our midst. You are present. Therefore, verse 2, I will not fear. Though the earth gives way, the mountains should be moved into the heart of the sea. I'm not going to be afraid because your river satisfies me. I will not miss out. There is no fear of missing out. There is no fear of losing. There is no fear of somehow missing out in this life. When I walk with you, when I sacrifice to stay in your love, when I trust in your steadfast love as my only satisfaction, and therefore I say no to going astray, I'm not going to miss out. Because those aren't waters that satisfy. They're mirages of sand that leave me dry. Only you satisfy. And so I stay with you. I trust in your unfailing love. I trust in your being my fortress, my rest, my confidence, my security, my joy, my satisfaction. I rest in your presence. I trust in your will. I rest in your will. Verse 10 says, be still, God says, in quotes, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. Oh, I just want to take a breath and relax and be still. And know that you are God of this entire universe. You are present in every galaxy, present at every star, present on every planet in this entire universe of billions of galaxies. And yet you are right now 100% present with me and you want me to call you Father. You want me to trust in your unfailing love. You want me to take refuge in you, find my strength in you, Find my courage and my confidence and my security in you as a very present help, in you as an always present fortress that I can trust. I will be still and know that you are God forever. You are God infinite. You are God everywhere in your universe, in this universe. You are God. I can rest. I can be still I can take a deep breath and rest in your will. Trust in your presence, in your will. Verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. 
The God of Jacob is our fortress. You are always my protection. Nothing touches me outside your loving, wise, infinitely loving, infinitely wise will. You are Yahweh, my God, my security, my refuge, my fortress, my rest, my confidence. I will be still and know that you are God, that you are present, that you are with me, that you are my fortress. The psalm ends with a Hebrew word that says Selah. We don't quite know how to translate it, but most Bible scholars think it means musical interlude for contemplation. I will be still and contemplate what it means that you are my God, that you are God forever, that you are my refuge, that you are my strength, very present. I trust in your love. I rest in your presence because you are my father. Jesus' father is my father forever. No matter what happens in this world, the earth could give way, the mountains could be moved into the heart of the sea, and yet I will not fear because you are God. Your stream makes me glad forever when I satisfy, satisfied forever as I drink from you as my fountain of living water. You are my perfect fortress. You are my father, and I rest secure in your love and in your will. In Jesus' name that I pray, because it's through Jesus that you are my, my heavenly Father forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily, or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.